Welcome to episode 31 of the Inside Bide. I'm your host, Tim Schaefer. I'm here with my co-host, Rudy. How's it going this week? Hey, Tim. How's it going? I was thinking it'd be pretty funny if one episode we just start off and you're like, hey, guys. I'm like, hey, guys. What's up? It's Rudy. We're switching <laughs> this up. We're going to do that one of these days. Catch you guys off guard. Someone's it, driving, they just swerve off the road. Whoa. <laughs> no, I'm good, man. Everything's cool. I'm tempted to add like a police siren. <laughs> make, make it like so they're actually Dude, getting... anytime that happens in a podcast, it messes me up so bad. I'm like, what the? Is there an ambulance? Is there a cop? Yes. Every time. Yes. yes. No, man. Things are cool. I'm uh, I'm pretty pumped for a slew of games coming out in the next three weeks, let's say. Four weeks, yeah. maybe? Yeah. Pretty pumped for that, so... How about you? How's everything going? I still just keep listening to so many things and takes on this whole Activision thing. I'm still not over it. I still keep thinking sure. a lot about it. And that's, yeah, that's a big deal. mainly like been in my head, at least in the video game world. Yeah, I've, I've seen a few extra videos after we talked last week. Like just people that I you know trust and, and watch their reviews and their videos and seeing all kinds of takes, all pretty, pretty informed, pretty level-headed takes. Um, some positive, some negative. So... I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what actually comes of all this, but I just still don't know about the Call of Duty thing. Like they came out now and they say the next two or three will be. So yeah, I put it in here. The next three are going to be PlayStation because they're contractually obligated to release on PlayStation. So that was set in stone before any of this took place. So just like with the other games of Deathloop and that other one coming, Ghostwire Tokyo. Yes, yes. So they still got to go to PlayStation. It's the same deal here. Uh, they just already have like contracts set with that. So three games. I mean, if they wanted to be what straight douches <laughs> with it, they could just release like three really crappy games in a year. Right. <laughs> to be like, but, okay, but we're done. <laughs> this is where I was confused, though, because I saw someone say something about Call of Duty 2022 and then Call of Duty 2023 and Warzone. Like they counted Warzone as one of those. I don't know if that's the case. or if Warzone's that would be... already out though. I know it's already out. So that's why I was confused. But I saw something posted about this, like an update or whatever. I don't know. But I, I, it'll, I be, know. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what, what happens. Hey, if you only got a PlayStation and you are into Call of Duty, you're good for the next for, yeah, for a while, two, three years, I guess. Start saving for an Xbox or a PC now. Now. <laughs> You're still going to be in the boat of like, hey, you spend 70 or you get on Game Pass and sure, you're still going to feel like, oh, maybe I should at least get an S so I don't have to drop. Cause right, right. Again, a whole year of Game Pass is basically two, not even three games. So, uh, And I've been thinking about this, too, and I want to shift into the talk of just Game Pass as a whole, because there's still a lot of like. Hey, it's hurting the industry just like it hurt these previous ones. But did it really hurt? Let's say the music entry or TV shows and movies and all that. It changed a lot of things and it changed the way they go about a lot of things when it comes to the other industries. But for me personally, it made things better. I like that I can Spotify or Apple Music or YouTube Music, whatever I choose I pay 10 a yeah. month and I have access to anything I want. For the consumer, it definitely does make things better for us. Right. I don't know about the content creation side, right? What if it does make it worse for them? And there's a lot of talk on that. But for me, I'm telling you right now, it does make it better for me. And even when it comes to subscriptions, I know they're adding a ton more. Okay, Paramount Plus, HBO Max. There's like, what, eight big ones to choose from and blah, yeah. blah, blah. But even if you pay for eight of them at 10 bucks a piece that's 80 bucks okay like you remember cable bill days 
That thing was over a hundred dollars. I mean, it was like 120 just for one package. And then you add more from that. I've seen some cable bills go close to $200 a month. I guess the, uh, the only thing that people would say to what you're saying, which I think what you're saying is, is correct. Music movies, right? It's all changed for the better. However, video games are a bigger purchase than both of those. Right. So while, while right now we're all benefiting from it, I just don't know how long you can, I know Microsoft has a ton of money. We all know that, but how long can you sustain this? And like, can other companies that don't have as much money as them do this? Like PlayStation, can they afford to do this day one titles? I'm thinking in the vein of, okay, you have a provider, right? PlayStation themselves doesn't have to do it. PlayStation just needs to put it up on a service that can do it. You see what okay, I mean? But- or Nintendo could put it up on a service that could do it. Like a, so they like, would have to be purchased. Hey, PlayStation, no, not even purchased. Just put their material on it. So HBO Max used to put it on Hulu or Paramount used to put it on Hulu. Like you just need a company that has the sources to where they could dump it towards. They don't necessarily okay. have to be purchased. They don't All have right, to fine, but- like music, like artists. Uh, Spotify isn't purchasing the artists. The artist is just putting their music up on the platform. Right, but the Spotify have way more money. I put my software up on the platform. I don't have to be purchased by the platform. Sure, sure. I just don't know if the music example you're giving is the same. Okay, so if PlayStation was to find some sort of company, they make a deal. Okay, they're clearly going to be losing money on everything, right? On everything that there's got to be some exchange of money or, or how are both people benefiting first, right? Yeah. So if they do that, and now they're cutting into their sales. And as the consumer, like I said before, I would be totally fine with the, the service. I just don't know if Microsoft doing this, it's going to force other people's hands. Obviously, it has to. There's only so long Sony can be like, well, we're not doing that. We're going to do our own thing. Eventually, they're going to have to probably do the same thing or something similar. And I just don't know if they'll be able to make it Let's work. Let's say the they that. can't offer as much. Well, then you don't charge as much. Yeah. Then they're going to be suffering with their revenue, right? Or their profit. I don't know. These are just things I'm throwing out there. Who knows? What's yeah. Let, let's say, but. let's say they charge eight bucks a month instead sure. of 10. I don't know. I, right. I feel they would just charge 10 anyway. And then if you're a PlayStation gamer, you would pay 10 and let's say, okay, well, it's not as good as the competition. So let's say you have 30 million on the better one. And then you have 10 million on the worst one. Um, it's 10 million subs enough for PlayStation first party. And as long as they're have big enough games on there, 10 million at $10 a piece, that is a hundred million. They're making a year or a month. Sorry. So a hundred million, they're making a month compared to them releasing a game let's say every six months of a first party, right? And they sell 10 million million copies. Now that's big ballot. They usually don't even sell 10 million. Let's say they sell 8 million, right? On normal circumstances, it's somewhere between 5 million to 10 million on a big one. And then the big, big ones like Spider-Man and Ghost, they can maybe go over 10 million. But normally, let's say like 6 or 7 million. So 8 million copies sold. At sixty bucks a piece. That's how it that's how it was till very recently and this changed to seventy. Sure, sure. So let's let's even say seventy at ten million copies. That's seven hundred million compared to ten million subs, a hundred million. Like you're making the same exact, if not more, revenue for See, people I don't, subbing compared to for people purchasing. I don't game. know if it'd be I know you threw that one number out there, one game, but But that's one month. Let's just right. say okay. Let's say let's say they do say ten million copies. Let's sure. let's go let's go big balling. 
A lot right. of games don't sell 10 million, okay? So let's right. just say it's 10 million and match it to where it's 100 million. Right. The Last of Us 2, how many did that sell? 12 let's million? See. Let's see right now. I, I want to say 12 million copies. That's like one of their biggest IPs. Um, I'm having trouble finding exact numbers. It sold 4 million in the first three days, so I assume it's probably... I'm going to guess 12 million. I mean, because Spider-Man, yeah. Spider-Man got a war at like 15 million, and that's high, high. I, I don't sure. think The Last of Us 2 would hit that, but I, I'd say I 10 think, million is pretty fair for right. for first-party games. For game. big first-party games. Um, and you you have one every six months. Sure. You, you're only making that money every six months. This is you're making well, every month close to that same number. Well, and that's year, only if 10 million are subbed. Xbox is at 20 million right now, 25 million right now. Sure. It's just that... I mean, last year alone, let's just say, what were their big first party games? Let's just say, right? We had Ratchet and Clank. God, I'm drawing a blank now. Ratchet and Clank, Returnal, Demon Souls. Or did that come out 2020, technically? That was 2020. Yeah, that was the but year. But then they had others that are like PS4, PS5 titles that bridge the gap we between can do, both. We can do Sony first party. So, so We don't, we don't have to. Worth- we don't well, have to get I, to I the weed, it, but I'm just, I'm just, I, I do want to get throwing. So I mean, here. we can, I don't care, whatever. <laughs> let's, let's, let's go to the weed. Sony first party games, 2021. All right. Not PS5, just, just sure, Sony just first party. And you got to think too, like all these other companies that are already on Game Pass that are third party companies, I doubt they would go on both. I mean, maybe I, I couldn't really well, see well, that happening. The, the initial discussion was, can Sony do it? Right, Will Sony, Sony make enough party? money? to make it worth them doing it let's just just stick there let's just stick there sure sure let's stick with just sony but even before you even make before they were to make any sort of decision on this there's a way bigger risk factor here right like okay let's say this year this year is going to be god of war gran turismo and horizon okay those three games the uh the rest aren't first party or coming this year Okay. okay so those three games Let's say they make, okay, let's say best sold. case scenario, they make 15 million this year in sales. It's not going to happen, but wait, all hold, three on, of hold on, hold on. All three of those, you think are only <laughs> going to crack 15 million? I don't know about that. I think it'll be higher than that. How much does Gran Turismo sell alone? God of War, God, the last God of War didn't even crack 15 million. All right, all right, hold on. We got, we're going to get to it. It's fine. All right, let's see. What was the last Gran Turismo game to come out? Sport? Spider-Man is, Spider-Man is 15 million. No. Oh, sorry. You're saying, are you saying you don't Copy. think any of them will crack 15 million themselves? Or you mean all this three combined? Year. No, no. All all three, three not all three combined. Oh, each one. I, thought, I thought that's what sorry. you were saying. I'm like, no, that's no. that'd be crazy. Okay, 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 fine. All right, let, I'm just pulling these up just to see from last time anyway, what we can expect. Like Gran Turismo Sport, sales. I have no idea. I just know they sell a lot. Um, not combine, combine. Yeah, that's that's what I thought you meant at first. I'm like, what? No, no. Okay, we don't have an exact number, but it says Grand Turismo Sport has 9.5 million users. I don't know. Let's just say that game doesn't count because they weren't really that big. Like this is a way bigger release. (laughs) You're right. You're right. I don't think sport really counts, but you can do Horizon sales and you can do God of War sales. Let's see Horizon sales. I mean, I would assume Grand Turismo will sell a ton though. They those games always sell a lot. Even though people like Forza more, um, let's see. God of, or excuse me, Horizon Zero Dawn in December twenty twenty. Excuse me, December twenty second of twenty twenty, it had already sold eight million units. So you got to figure another. I was thinking ten million each one of these games. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think probably. that's really fair. Okay, and what was the, what let's was the just last say, one? Let's say this year, uh, God of War. I was saying God what of was War. God of War's total sales. Yep. 
Yep. Uh, actually, as of August 2021, it sold 19.5 million. Holy crap. Okay. That's crazy. Okay. So anyway, now all it's right. It's been 20 bucks for like the last year. It has actually been $20 sure. last year. Sure, sure, sure. And then it sold again on, on PC. We'll extend that too. That's the other thing we have to consider is like they have a longer tail with um, now they're moving everything to PC. But and if, all we do, that. If, we do the, if we do the math here. I just I want to I want to actually get down to this so this can just sure. be solved. So sixty dollars a piece at ten million copies. Okay, that's pretty fair because sales and all of that. But we're not even sure. going to consider that sixty dollars sure. at ten dollars, uh, ten million a piece. Well, should we be doing sixty or should we be doing seventy? If we're talking well, about twenty twenty two this year, maybe. yeah. Let's say now. Let's say seventy and okay. ten million copies per. So it's going to be seven hundred million. They're going to make. Right. Um off of that game right sure and then let's do that times three okay times three three games and that's really like that's leaning too high numbers for their favor but we're still rolling with it okay but but is it is it though because they all think 10 million i think 10 million per game is i don't and this is one year. This is tw- this is 2022. This isn't I like I see you're saying in the okay okay I get what you're in saying in the year of 2022. Them so, selling 10 okay. million a piece is pretty reasonable. Yeah, I could see. Uh, okay. Yeah, I could see that 10 million. Yeah, yeah, I could see. Okay, right. Like 700. That's how much 700, 700 million, million per game. Let's just do three games of that. So that's so gonna that's two billion dollars. I mean, that's freaking yeah. So two billion. Okay. 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 Now let's keep going. So now let's do if they were subbed. Okay, you mm-hmm. have ten subs, right? Ten million subs. You times that by One, two, three times uh, times ten. We said ten bucks, right? Is that what we were thinking? Ten million subs at ten bucks. Yes, yes. Right. And then for a whole year, so twelve months of that times twelve. That's a billion mm-hmm. point two. How much do they even sell? Like, like how much does? Uh... Horizon Zero Dawn selling its first year. Like, I'm curious. I have no idea. Um, when did it come out? We can 20, 2017 sales. Let's see. 10 yeah, million def- copies. Okay. I was going to say, it definitely didn't do crazy numbers. I mean, it was good, but it wasn't. What's know, God ridiculous. of War? When did God of Let's War see. come out? God of War was 2018. Yeah. I feel like when I type in 2018 sales, it's going to give me just the game. It's overall. the total. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't want that. God of War sales first year. Let's just say that's it's the original just, one. It's all, given, all, <laughs> all right, it's hard to find. Anyway, but. I think ten million is fair for in the first. Sure, year. sure. Um, at ten, so they would have to be twenty million subs for them to for it to work. Right, but that's right. too much for them unless they made first party games day one. If they made first party yeah. games day one, I think they could hit twenty million subs. Yeah, yeah. And I if think they do hit twenty million subs. They're going to be making more profit. Than they would making sales. Game Pass is right. at twenty five million. Oh yeah, it's working. It seems to be working for them. Um, I was gonna say even also- if Sony had if Sony had twenty five million subs, they would easily be making more money than they would be just selling their games. This is true, and of course, I'm assuming this whole conversation. I'm assuming they're putting their games on their day one, like Xbox does. But if they were putting their games on their day one, but it wasn't as robust as Game Pass, right? It's just Sony's first party. Let's say. By the time people cycle through all those games, yeah. I wouldn't keep paying for it, you know? Now, if you continue so That's putting... why I'm saying 10 million, because that seems realistic. I, I think yeah. they would only hit about 10 million. Sure, sure. 
uh, be even if they had first party only. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't think they're gonna hit twenty million. So I think they're making. I think they're making pretty. I'm, I think they're making pretty similar. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they can make good money. It's just I think that as a company, they would probably look at this and say it's too close for us to take this big pivot when things could maybe not go the way we wanted to. Even though it yeah, but might the work industry, out. every other industry right. has been subbed. Sure, sure. Now, if they don't go sub and everyone else goes sub, even Nintendo's going sub. I was going to ask you, do you think think Nintendo is really going to do this at some point? They're already doing it because they already got their N64 stuff that they're trying to do in the NES thing. It's not working super well for them. But if you look look and see how many subscribers they have anyway, it's still a lot. (laughs) <laughs> interesting i just wonder if they'll ever do it with the you know day one pokemon legends on nintendo pass or whatever the hell mm-hmm. it is <laughs> that um, would be crazy nintendo online subs if they I ever mean, do that it's going to be a long time from now i think if nintendo does because they're super stubborn and their games already are selling a ton so anyway, nintendo so. online already has 32 million subs that's okay. a lot so even if they're all they're only making five bucks a month at five bucks times thirty-two, five times thirty-two, they're making there. That's one hundred and sixty million a month times twelve. They're making yep. one point nine billion. Yeah, it's a lot of money. <laughs> it's a lot that's of money, a lot. and that's just their crappy <laughs> Eddie Super Nintendo and sixty-four Sega right now. Yep. Yep. Oh. It's an interesting. I, anyway, exercise. I'm saying uh, subs and, and PlayStation does do sub too with the PlayStation Plus and all that, and they have uh-huh, a lot of PlayStation uh-huh. Plus subscribers. So like, they're just not going. Uh, the the Game Pass thing gets a different conversation. But what I'm saying is like, before Game Pass, subs were already in the conversation. Subs were already happening, and subs yeah. are going to keep happening. I yeah, don't think I, I don't think it's going to like go away. No, I don't think so. I just think that looking at Xbox Live um, active users and PS Plus active users might not be entirely accurate. Like for me, I pay for a year and I don't even think about it. But if I was paying every month for the Game Pass, I'd be kind of more, you know, more more likely to cancel that if I wasn't interested anymore versus PS Plus like who the hell's gonna even? Yeah, but yeah, but you're think how much you're paying for PlayStation Plus. You're make you're already if you pay for PlayStation what, like Plus sixty dollars a year, I think it's sixty for a year. But if you pay by month, it's ten. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So most people just pay for a year, pay, don't think about pay it for again. The year. I think so mine's you, like extended for it's sixty. But time. if you pay double that, you wouldn't you wouldn't pay you wouldn't pay uh, ten a month or a hundred a year. Oh no, I would pay. I would definitely pay ten dollars a month. Instead of paying sixty, would you pay a hundred? Pay a hundred for the year, and I get access to all the games day one. Yeah, would you do that? I'd, I'd probably do that. Yeah, I think so. Pay it one shot. Don't think about it. Yeah, it's like pre-ordering two games, right? Two or three games, right? I, I, I think, I think the sub's going to take over. Yeah, you might be right. I mean, that's the, not going to hurt. The the money is there. Even if they only have 10 million subs, like I know, I know, yeah, that's half if we're saying best case scenario for the other, but I, I don't believe that. I don't think each, every three of those games is going to set 10 million copies this year. That's kind of like, maybe not this year. Yeah. Um, but we're but, trying to think of like the year's profits. 
We're but, not trying to think like. But you also have to consider, yeah, okay, what if Horizon Forbidden West doesn't sell 10 million copies this year? It only sells 6 million, right? But at the same time, can you guarantee that those numbers that we crunched, 10 million uh, users with this new Spartacus, whatever it's called, will that still be 10 million next year? Maybe it won't be. Maybe it'll drop down lower because there's not as many first-party games, new first-party games people want to buy. I guess both of these things can fluctuate. You know? sm- it depends how they do the price, and it depends how yeah. they pitch it. Because if you're sure. not paying that much more and you get right. access, like, okay, you were playing PlayStation Plus, but now if you pay a little more, you get all of this with PlayStation Plus. Right, right. I right. think people may roll over, and if people roll over... How many PlayStation Plus subscribers are there? I don't know. It's got to be a large number. If they're really smart with this and they get most of the PlayStation Plus subscribers, they're golden because it's definitely over like 30 million. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I just, I think that those people too, how many of those 30 million are people who did what I do? Just, they don't even think about it. They just pay it. Done. And you can, you can pay 47 million. I just think how many people are going to pay 99 instead of, 59 for a year of the new i mean if it was 10 bucks a month it'd be 120 a year right i think people would be way less likely to drop 120 for the whole year than 60 for the whole year no, i don't know like saying if they charge if they charged a whole year of 99 oh yeah a whole year of 99 well that's yeah that's even better i just don't think they would do that but <laughs> yeah that'd be they great would. they don't have they don't have as much to offer so they could that's offer true. a lower price that's true it just seems like sony and at forty seven million, but if they can get that forty seven million, Game Pass is only twenty five. So right. n- not many people have Xbox Gold and don't have the Game Pass, and it's only right. twenty five million. They have right. forty seven million. If they can sure. get that forty seven million to convert, that's huge for them. That's very very important. So sure. if they get forty seven million to pay a hundred, even if it's kind of cheap, right? Uh, compared to the other, a hundred bucks. Now that's 47. <laughs> that's a lot of money. I mean, 47 billion. <laughs> 47 subscribers. Yeah. It's a lot to think about. It's interesting. 47 million, and then they pay 99 a year. And that's going to be. That's 4.6 billion. Yeah. Again, I just don't. I get what you're saying. I just don't think the number would be anywhere close to that. If you have a service that's not even as good as Game Pass, and Game Pass is pulling 25 million. I just can't. I can't see it happening. But hey, I could be wrong. But if it's a cheaper price, because if Game it's a cheaper Pass, price, sure, cheaper Game price Pass for is one hundred and forty, one hundred and forty a year. Right. So if they charge only a hundred a year, yeah, I mean, so they keep the subs, they could make way more money in the end. And if they did a hundred a year, yeah, it'd probably pull more people in. But now they're making even less. But are they having more users? So they're making more. You know, obviously, it could go. No, they're making four point six billion if they. No, I'm if saying. They took, uh, I'm saying route. so as compared to the ten dollars a month, no matter what, right? That'd be one twenty. Mm-hmm. That'd be mm-hmm. extra twenty for each person. I mean, that's that ends up being a lot of money. Oh yeah, that would be even more. Anyway, 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 that's really <laughs> interesting because I want to do all this because I'm sitting there thinking, like, you don't think the industry is going to go this route? Uh, man, I, I don't know. Everything I else don't... is. I mean, if you turn sure. on your TV, you're you're watching. That's true. That's true. Um, I, you're not paying for cable. I could Who's be completely paying wrong. For cable? I just don't. I mean, only people who watch sports, really, probably. <laughs> um, I could be completely wrong. I just don't see that happening 
entirely with the game industry anytime soon. I, I don't, I don't see it. I know Microsoft's doing it. Um, and again, I could be totally off on this. I don't see Nintendo doing this anytime in the next 10 years ever because they're the most stubborn group company in the entire world and they'll do what they don't it doesn't matter if the whole world's doing subscriptions nintendo will be like so please be excited for our next game that comes out for 60 dollars." but i agree with you there but like we said <laughs> sony they, they, we'll see they can get know. away living japan rules because they're huge in japan where sony isn't like we've said that's true that's true I could see Sony doing it way before Nintendo. Sony, for sure. Sony has to play ball with North America way more importantly than Nintendo would. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, anyway, anyway, okay, it's a, that's that. It's that's that. Interesting thing to think about. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure that'll come back up at some point. All right. Ooh, all right. Very excited for the first story. Oh, one more thing with yeah. with all the Activision stuff I put here, which of course, but it just I'm glad it's officially out there. Overwatch 2 producer says Bobby Kodak costs the team months of development. I believe it. Yeah, I believe that. He's making all these teams, like we know, work for Call of Duty. They already said that, too. So, And they're not making the games they want to make. So, again, it's going to be, if you're an Overwatch fan, hey, no. Like, at least they're not, like, not letting them work on Overwatch. Yes. Yeah. That's that's one thing I wanted to add there. Definitely a good thing for Overwatch. Hopefully Overwatch, hopefully Microsoft will help Overwatch 2 become a big thing because right now I don't think there's any hype for that game at all. Like I don't think people care. <laughs> I don't even know when the last well, time I heard about it. Well, because it doesn't make sense, uh, but th- it was all about the money. But maybe they'll actually be like, oh, we won't do an Overwatch 2 and we'll actually just do an expansion and yeah, work yeah. on the original game. We don't want to buy a whole separate game. Just like uh, Destiny 2, right? It should have just kept going with Destiny. But because of whatever, right? Like Overlords basically being, no, release a new game because they were so used to that tradition. Right, right. Or if they do make Overwatch 2, maybe go back to the drawing board and make it a brand new game, not just what we got, what it looks like it's going to be, which is like a DLC pack is what it looks like. It's like the same game, but somehow they're calling it 2. So I'm sitting here editing this episode and I'm making a hard edit in right now because two hours ago, me recording this, we're going to read this PlayStation block here, okay? Titled, Bungie is joining PlayStation. Legendary developer to join PlayStation as independent multi-platform studio and publisher. To join PlayStation as independent multi-platform studio and publisher. Right in the title, they're pushing really hard that they're going to be multi-platform and they're going to be independent. So they're allowed to do whatever they want to do. PlayStation just owns them. Today, I'm happy to announce Bungie will be joining the PlayStation family. First off, I want to be very clear to the community that Bungie will remain an independent multi-platform studio and publisher. As such, we believe it makes sense for it to sit alongside the PlayStation Studios organization. We are incredibly excited about the opportunities for synergies and collaboration between these two world-class groups. I've spent a lot of time with Pete Pearson's Jason Jones and the Bungie management team to develop the right relationships where they will be fully backed and supported by Sony Interactive Entertainment and enabled to do what they do best, build incredible worlds that captivate millions of people. Bungie's world-class expertise in multi-platform development and live service games will help us deliver our vision of expanding PlayStation to hundreds of millions of gamers. Bungie is a great innovator and has developed and 
credible proprietary tools that will help PlayStation Studios achieve new heights under Herman Holt's leadership. Here are a few words from Herman about the exciting acquisition and what it means for gamers. I am absolutely thrilled to announce a new member will be joining the PlayStation family. I've been a big fan of Bungie for years. I have admired and enjoyed the games that they create and have great respect. Blah, 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 blah. Nothing really too important there. Let's see. The CEO Bungie is pushing really hard that they're going to have creative freedom, that they're joining a multimedia company. They're pushing really hard that it's going to be multi-platform. Now, there is so much to go over this. One, wow. So Sony did have a response to all of this. Now, it's not like deals just happened overnight. Of course, they've been talking, make, they've been going over the works and talking about this deal for a few months at least, right? Uh, there's no way this is start and ending since the Activision thing. But it's definitely pressed them to act faster through it and actually get to the point where they're announcing it live, right? This could have been something we don't know till six months a year later and maybe something both people don't even really agree on. Right? Maybe PlayStation was trying to pay less, but then they maybe doubled what they were going to pay just so they can get it done fast because they need a new story in response to the Activision acquisition because they know, right? Call of Duty was their biggest moneymaker from anybody outside of the first party games. Actually, they were making more money off Call of Duty than any of the first party games, right? Just through microtransactions throughout it and all of the rest uh, getting a cut from the game sales and such i mean call of duty is the best selling video game and has been for like 10 years now right so there's more consolidation in the industry right now i'm still i'm gonna keep rain in this home the other side it just doesn't make that much sense to me this fear that these big companies are just gonna own everything right yes they're buying a lot and big companies been buying stuff for decades at this point, really big IPs, right? But anytime a big IP is acquired, how many more IPs are created that are new? And there is tons of publishers out there still. There's tons of original IPs. Uh, something eventually gets popular enough and another company buys them, right? That's been going on since we were born. Uh, nothing new. I don't think it's anything to freak out over. We aren't hitting this point to where all the games are going to be owned by four people. I keep seeing that. That's ridiculous. Okay. Like a, a company can't go and buy Ubisoft, Square, WB. Just they see all three and they just buy them all at once. Right. And leave. Like there has to be enough room for competition legally. And the company already has to want to be bought. So Bungie has been having problems for a long time. When they left Microsoft, they went their own thing for a bit. Activision buys them. They have a rough time with Activision, so they dart way again. But they've been looking for somebody that can basically be over them and have more resources than what they would have on their own. So they're looking for somebody. Sony then picks them up. now. The price, $3.6 billion. Uh, Bethesda was purchased for almost exactly double of that. So it was like, what, 7.5 or something like that? 
and this is 3.6 so it's really close there now not bethesda you know the parent company zenimax they own far far more than what bungie could technically bring to the table both in teams and in ips far beyond just even games stuff like that you know elder scrolls doom rage i mean the list is huge so Bungie, I mean, in this situation, if we're just comparing everything else we know, they definitely overpaid for them. So when they're in talks with them, I doubt they're in talks with them for this much. Xbox is sitting on Doom, Wolfenstein, Rage, Quake, Prey, Deathloop, Fallout, Redfall, Halo, Gears of War, Call of Duty, Singularity, Overwatch, and Soldier of Fortune. That is a ton, a ton. Sony is sitting on Killzone, Resistance, and SOCOM. Now, before Microsoft went on this buying spree, well, buying spree of two things, but okay, they really what? Only had like Halo and Gears of War, pretty much. So they have a team just very recently, right? So like Sony had like three big ones. Xbox had like two. Sony's been out for 10 years longer than Xbox. So they've been going at similar pace in terms of like the FPS thing. So they acquire all this. Sony then has, well, we got Bungie. Now, it's really funny. First of all, Bungie, <laughs> if it wasn't for Bungie, Xbox, I mean, what? Halo was the the launch game for the original Xbox, the reason Xbox thrived, the reason it got popular, the reason it got big. I mean, we, it's hard to say for sure, but I highly doubt we would have Xbox still now if it wasn't for Halo, right? And that was Bungie. So, Sony having them. Now, in no way, now Sony having them, oh, everything's good and they're back to being equals and they can compete against Xbox. That's far too much to compete against. But the good thing, though, there is still a lot of good with here because Sony can use Bungie to help with their IPs now. So, one, Bungie can go in and work on a kill zone, a resistance. I don't think a SOCOM as much because it's a lot more slow and methodical. But who knows, maybe Bungie wants to do something a bit different. Uh, but the other twos would be good fits for them. And the fact of like playing a resistance or a kill zone with, I mean, Bungie hands down has the best gunplay and control on a first person shooter, regardless of what else they do with the game. They're at least the best in that field. So being able to play a Sony IP by someone who can make a game that well, I mean, that's huge promise. And at least it's the best example I can give and I gave it in a chat earlier, was it's like having an Xbox 360 back in the day versus a PS3, and you get Lost Odyssey. Lost Odyssey is one of the best JRPGs you can play, but if you play JRPGs, I mean, you're going to have a PS3. Uh, you get a handful of games, not even a handful of JRPGs, on Xbox 360, and you just get like a gauntlet on the other side. So if you're big into first person shooters and you're a console player, you know, you're going to pick up an Xbox at this point if that's what you're into. I don't know how all of the like okay, does Call of Duty stay multiplat, Overwatch, all these IPs or whatever, right? But there's no way 
Doom, Wolfenstein, Rage, Quake, Prey, Deathloop, Fallout, Redfall, Halo, Gears of War, Call of Duty, Singularity, Overwatch, Soldier of Fortune. They all just always stay multi-platform and PlayStation gets them all. It's not going to happen. Okay. Naturally, if you're big into first-person shooters, you would switch and you get Xbox and that's that. Just like if you were in a big into JRPGs during the 360 area, what are you doing owning a 360? You know what I mean? So it's in a vein like that. It's the best way to put it. But it's really, really good that Bungie can, and they can work on a new IP for Sony. That's what I would want, right? Killzone Resistance, they're not really that great. I mean, they're 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 not bad games. You know, they're good, whatever. I played Resistance 1 all the way through. I thought it was trash. I did not like it at all. Resistance 2 was a lot better, but it's still just an okay game compared to the competition of other first-person shooters. Uh-huh. Killzone... I remember playing a ton of Killzone 2's multiplayer. I really, really liked it because it seemed very more thought out and original than other just regular multiplayer modes up in other shooters. Uh, There was something about it that felt very different and very cool with the way the two teams kind of clashed together and brought their own original stuff to the equation. Regardless, though, they're not that big, not that great. Uh, I would love for them to bungee make a new IP, right? And they could have it exclusive to Sony, even though, I mean, they're saying in that blog post, let's go back. They're saying all future Bungie games, not just Destiny, but all future Bungie games are also going to be multi-platform. I just don't know if I buy that. Uh, PlayStation has a very different strategy than Xbox, unless they're currently changing it right now, which is honestly kind of likely the way they're awarding this here right let's see if i can find it bungie's world-class expertise in multi-platform development and live game services will help us deliver on our vision to expand in playstation to hundreds of millions of gamers so it sounds like they're actually trying to expand beyond the console right multi-platform development and live services is what they're wanting to now focus on so i mean i I guess they're seeing the big promise of subscription. I mean, they are doing the their own version, Spartacus, coming up, right? They could be leaning into it harder than what we're assuming. And we're only assuming they're not leaning that hard because they're always so slow to adopt. Now, the thing too, though, they're still already have been slow here. I mean, it's been years since Game Pass has been out at this point. Now, it hasn't been bigger. I mean, it's blown up huge in the last, let's say, like two years. But Xboxes have been working on this before it even came out originally, right? So they've had years just grinding and working away at it. So when PlayStation joins, they're just not going to be able to be like up to that same bar because they're not going to have as much experience and all of that. Plus, Microsoft obviously has a lot more money so they can buy a lot more games outside to be added to it to where PlayStation wouldn't be exactly in that same boat. But PlayStation can still lean really, really hard on, like I said last, or last, this episode and last episode, uh, they can really press on, well, first-party games are here, and we go a little cheaper, we can still get a lot of subs out of it and still make a lot of money in the end. Uh, so they can do a strategy there. They just have to really think this through. 
and lean into their strengths. PlayStation's history is a huge, huge strength that they also have. They need to rework those tiers because, again, back in Pat needs to be tier one, not tier three. <laughs> tier three needs to be the first party. They need to work the priorities there. A lot of people are buying now. Now, again, this is mean everyone's buying everything and uh, we can't play games like Axiom Verge or I don't know. There's there's far too many games. There's far too many independent great games. Even if they get bought, I mean, there's there's new games every year. There's hundreds of new games every year of new IPs. Just relax, you know. And maybe it seems more intense when you're looking through the internet than what people are actually thinking. That seems to be the case a lot. No, I'm not in fear. Um, another big thing, too. I mean, I listen to Colin shows like a lot. Huge fan of his work. But I'm very in disagreement of his recent things of like, he is talking in this vein of like, it's killing creativity and uh, everyone's just going to have this overlord and do whatever the overlord says, right? No, they're like, it's going to find balance, right? More that gets bought up, more will be created. A lot of people not wanting to work for a big company, leaving, starting their own company. That happens a lot. Even if nothing else more takes place like that, the only thing that was really like what Activation, Bungie, and Zenimax, that's still not even 5% of everybody that's out there. So people acting like it, half the games are now bought. Come on, be real. It's a bunch of big IP that people like, but there's far more big IP that's also not bought. Okay. And new stuff being made all the time will be okay on that front. Now, there is a bad that can come out of this because Sony, while they're putting games on PC, right? They're working towards that. It's not like they're anywhere near where Microsoft, every game they put, they also put on PC, right? It's a long way from that. There's only four PlayStation games right now that are on PC, maybe five in total if you count like over a decade ago a random one here or there or something i don't know but uh xbox has got hundreds in the bag at this point because they've been doing this for a year or two now maybe they also need bungie for this bungie could help them right with understanding the pc side of things bungie on pc is amazing they do really good work on that side they understand the pc side and all so that could also be what they're talking about of using Bungie to make their brand bigger. They could be using them to help with the PC stuff. But that's that's about the only thing I can really find bad out of this is a little worried about the PC side because this could, or let's say this acquisition didn't happen and Bungie made a new game year two or three, which something's eventually, I mean, they're not going to do Destiny 2 forever, right? Uh, they're eventually going to make something new and all of that, but... Now this new thing could eventually not be on PC. So we'll have to wait and see all that. It could be and very likely could be, but it's just a little like we don't really know because PlayStation's so very new on this whole PC side. But maybe in a year or two, we see a lot more. And we can be a lot more okay. And again, maybe Bungie pushes them way more towards PC or at least, you know, at least the Bungie games will be PC if not anything else. So. 
Anyway, that's all I really want to say at the moment. There will be tons on next episode when actually I get Rudy back in. But I couldn't ignore this. I mean, it popped up as I'm editing the show. And I figured I'd at least spend like 15 minutes going down this rabbit hole because PlayStation did respond. I was saying, hey, are they going to respond? Well, they responded. Back to the uh, previous recording. (laughs) All right. Moving on here. This is very, very hype. Ooh, yes. Very exciting. Uh, Valve Steam Deck officially launching in late February. Super I wanted pumped. you because I was trying to find what you showed us earlier of the oh, exact yeah, yeah. dates. I wanted sure. to see that. Yes. So I'll pull it up again, but I have it in my head anyway. So I know that February 25th, I want to say at 10 a.m. Pacific time, um, they're going to start <clears throat> sending the first wave of emails. Okay, so if I did my I'm calculation- not first wave, I'm second wave. Gotcha. Okay, so if I did my calculation correctly, I should be getting an email around that time. I would be shocked if I didn't because, again, I got in right at the start. Um, they told me ever since the, this whole thing started, they said quarter quarter one, twenty twenty two, when everyone was getting their different date. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Let me rephrase. It said December twenty twenty one is what it initially yeah, yeah. said. So and I knew I was in the first wave. Too. Then it changed quarter one, twenty twenty two. So I'm almost certain I will be getting that email day one now the next thing is that's the 25th 28th they're supposed to officially start shipping the units out after you buy them i guess you have a certain amount of time to purchase them when they send Mm -hmm. you the email you purchase it and then you should be getting it shipped to you starting on the 28th so i'm super pumped i got the top one only because i wanted the anti-glare screen too and i've been saving my freaking chase points for so long (laughs) i got like 500 bucks of chase points so this is going to cost me like 100 something bucks so it's not too bad so yeah, man, super excited. Can't wait. Yeah, I'm just looking forward to it a ton. I can't wait to play all these like these games that I'm playing on my PC and I have to come sit in front of my PC, which I like. But, you know, you know, you're chilling out in the living room. My wife's there. The kids are hanging out. It's just be nice. Like, oh, let me jump in Resident Evil right now or let me jump in whatever it is. You know, it's going to be great. So I really can't wait. I'm just thinking because um, I'm just now getting back into playing more steam because I went yeah. like I got the new systems. It's all so hyped on those and I took like a break. But now I'm going back into steam and all that. And I'm just yep. telling you right now, like, yeah, I, it's what I've always wanted pretty much like to be yep. able to like so I don't have to go hook my PC up and I have to like disconnect everything move it to my TV, plug it into my TV just so I can play the PC on the TV in the living room and all that. And I've been dealing with this, what, since I was like 12 years old or something. I'm so tired of this. So you can get a dock. You can pop that Steam Deck right in there to the TV. And so if you just, just like the Switch, being able to just play TV, play portable and all of that and just move right. it to whatever TV, it's going to be awesome. Yeah, yeah. Now... It's not going to look nearly as good <laughs> because the whole point of it is is just trying to get everything running functional on only a seven inch screen. Right? Of course, you blow that up to a bigger TV and all that. But it's still we do it with switch, though, and we're OK with switch. And right. this thing's more powerful than a switch. So why wouldn't be we be OK with that, even if it's not as good as us playing directly on our PC? It's still going to be better than the switch experience playing on our TV. So yeah, I think agreed. I'm going to be okay with that. Totally agree. And for me personally, I, I already know how I'm going to use this the same way I use my Switch. 99% of the time I'm playing it handheld. And yeah. again, like if I want to play it on, you know, with the really, really high resolution graphics, I'll just play on my computer, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, 
I, so I'm going to treat it like a tier system of like my desk, my PC. I move yeah. over to my living room TV. Okay, <laughs> I get second hand and then I play portable the third hand and I just go one, two, three like that. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Yeah, yeah. But it's going to be awesome. I'm I'm so looking forward to it. And especially too, because Halo Infinite's going to be pretty fun. Like I definitely being able to play that in bed. <laughs> on a little oh yeah screen. yeah that's that's, that's gonna, gonna be, be cool awesome, man there's there's a lot of games i can think of to where like oh i wish i could play it because that's what was the whole switch selling point to begin with all of these steam like very big indie games mm-hmm. uh, oh but i can play them handheld now you really are cutting in the switches yes niche yes. even harder once yep. this becomes a thing and it's gonna hurt nintendo it actually is I think it is for people like like us yeah. because um, not in Japan, but in the United States, a lot of people like even if you don't have a good computer. OK, now this is your computer and your handheld. And that's a lot better than a switch. And it has a way bigger store than a switch does. Right. It has games all the way back from what? 1999 on that thing. So it's going to have a bigger library, a better library, better visuals, better performance than what the switch can offer. So now until the switch pro becomes a thing, right. Or right. Twitch two, I think this is going to dominate even people who don't have a steam library and you're buying it fresh. Yeah. You're going to get a better experience for the same price, right? The, the steam right. deck, what does it cost? The lowest tier is three ninety nine, right? It's something super cheap. Three forty nine. Is it? Let me see. It's three forty nine. Um, you're right. Is it three ninety? Right. 349 no, that's cr- 349 i want to crazy say, right? i mean that's that's amazing that is the price of the oled oh no no you're right you're right sorry 399 is a okay, 64 okay. gig um with the carrying case 529 256 gig and the nvme ssd now our um, switch has a little leg up still and can be okay in terms of the north american yeah. market the price not the 50 dollar, but the switch light because you right, can pay right. 200 instead of 400 this is true and you can go that route. So and and then you got six forty nine. Obviously, the top one because think Xbox. Uh, everyone was dissing on that Series S, but that Series S is outselling the Series X. That's right. where they're making a lot of their console sales is the because it's the cheaper one. So sure. uh, Switch still can have a big market there when competing the two because you can just buy a Switch Lite for two hundred and you'll be yeah. okay again. And this is definitely going to be a situation where. You know, El, um, let's say Elder Lilies, for example. I was like, oh, I love playing this game portable. Or even, no, better example, when the new Hollow Knight drops, I was planning on getting on Switch because I love playing that game portable. Mm-hmm. Now, play on Steam Deck? No reason not to get it on Steam Deck instead. You know, maybe better What I want to know is, can that screen do 120? I don't know. Because Hollow um, Knight's 120 support. Yeah, the original, yes. Yeah, I don't know, but I do know that this... Uh, the anti-glare thing is kind of cool too. Just a side note that that made me bump up to the top because I was looking into it. It's it's not like a gimmick. Like it actually has a little more to it than I thought upon first reading that. I wasn't gonna get that at first. But in terms of resolution, I want and frame and frame see. rate because there's a lot of older games like okay, uh, Monster Hunter Rise. This thing could technically handle Monster Hunter Rise at 120. Uh huh. Yeah, I wonder. Spec I don't know. Wise, can it actually output 120? Well, it says Steam Deck 7 inch, 1280 by 800 LCD, native 720p at 60 hertz, docked up to 8K at 60 hertz or 4K at 120 hertz. So I guess it, it is does, possible it, docked. Okay. 
Um, yeah, so but that's I'm, I'm curious on the screen itself. <laughs> yeah, not sure. Does it have 120 hertz? <sighs> anyway, I'm super pumped about it. So anyway, regardless, wait. yeah. Even if it Even is if just 60, um, I was thinking Elden Ring, like there's so much of just exploring and casual stuff. Like you don't have to like always take it super serious and need it on like high fidelity, huge screen. There, there's plenty of moments when I was playing that network test. I'm telling you, there was plenty of situations with that game. You could play handheld and have a good time. Yep. Yep. Agreed. So I, I don't know. There's there's going to be a lot of games where this is going to come super handy. And I, yep. I've been building my Steam library. I mean, since yeah. I, I think I've been a set. How many years is this thing? Hold on. I want to say I think you were a little years. longer than me. Let's see. 14 years. Nice. So even older games, like games that came out around 360 PS3 days and stuff like that. You would want to play, but you don't necessarily like want to play on like a big screen. But going back right. to an older game on a handheld is a lot more appealing. Yep, yep, agreed. But yeah, I, I'm super pumped. End of February. Um, hopefully, I can get mine at that time too. All right, moving on here. Horizon Forbidden West has gone gold, so we know it's not going to get delayed. We know we're good to go. I am going to get it. I keep going back and forth. Last episode, I was like, I don't know. I just, it's going to be hard. I just like, I, especially because Pokemon was a big thing for me. I didn't know how I was going to feel on it. It is good. I, it's, I, it's no like, oh my God, this is Breath of the Wild 10 out of 10 crap or right. anything. Right. Even nine, I wouldn't even put it, but it's, it's a solid eight at least so far. But again, like, I mean, Sword and Shield and, and the last three or four gens, I want to say, like, I mean, at best, am I just, I'm playing an hour or two and I'm like forcing my way through till I get bored enough. And I'm like, I've done this before. This is right. so fresh. This is okay, so good. good. It, it does not feel the interface actually feels very breath of the wild. And it's okay, got, right. um, crafting like breath of the wild. There's a lot of breath of wild elements in it, but it does not feel like breath of the wild when you're playing. It actually does feel like just fresh new Pokemon game. Something we've never played because anyway, I don't know. I'm talking about Pokemon now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, that was a random one. <laughs> Save it for the, what we're playing. I'm, I'm here all night. <laughs> um, but hold on, I wanted to what you talked about originally. The Horizon, not only Horizon, but Elden Ring has also gone gold. So two pretty big games um, that have gone gold recently. So very exciting. What what you know? what else went gold? Uh, Elden Ring. Okay, okay, okay. So we're both we're both we're good there for sure. All yeah. Oh yeah. Games. Oh yeah. Okay. Awesome. Next up. Uh, there's a lot of Xbox heavy stuff here, but it's just the nature of the news right now. So one more than 20 million players have played Halo Infinite at this point and Forza Horizon has hit 18 million big numbers there. Not much more to say. I'm just happy to see, uh, Halo Infinite having big numbers and people playing it. Awesome. Game Pass had a huge January blow up because, well, one, the Activision Blizzard acquisition. So we know we're getting a lot of those. They they said too, their back catalog, they'll be dumping a lot on the Game Pass as well. They did the sure. same with even before Bethesda even got actually f- officially acquired and all of that. They were still just dumping the games to Game Pass over time. And then whenever they got c- completely re- acquired, they added the remaining like 10 or 12 games or so. Mm-hmm. So 
saying that to say there's a really good chance we're already going to start, oh, here's Crash 4 or whatever, like here right. coming up real soon or the Spiral game, whatever like that. I can see gotcha. them dropping even before the acquisition fully goes through. Danganronpa, this was really like the fact that this is coming. I mean, the first game was a big Vita game. Uh, have you ever played this series at all? Because I haven't. So I have never, I've never actually got played it, but I know that I would like it. I like these kinds of games a lot. It's very nine 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 versus yep. last reward yep. vein or whatever like that. I know games. I would love it. Anyway, I was super shocked to even just see it on Xbox. Period. <laughs> but yeah. that hit Game Pass, and it's like the I want to say ten year anniversary version, but it's anniversary version of it. So it's called Trigger Act Happy Havoc. I haven't installed. I am going to start it. I want to see what this is all about. Yeah. Mass yeah, Effect Legendary Edition dropped in January. Pretty Spelunky cool. 2 dropped in January. Death's Door dropped in January. When Jammers 2 dropped in January. I love, 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 love this game. I don't know what you are in this Takanuka Tosina, however you say it, Drum Master game. What the? I've been playing. I mean, this, was, this came out originally PS2, but... This was like big in the arcades in Japan, but it had like the drums. You would hit like in the middle of the drum was one, or you can hit on the side of the drum and do a separate. And basically it's like an arcade drum Whoa, game in Japan. I'm seeing that's it. really big. <laughs> but it's then it came good. to consoles and like PS2, and they've been on like so many systems since then. There's one on PS4. Uh, there's one on PS3. There's one on three. This is very prevalent game, but they're super, super fun. Anyway, I'm excited. I'm definitely going to play this. Um, I haven't played one in a while, but I used to, even on my phone, it's it's a perfect touch game, actually. Like, you should download it yeah, on check your it phone out. and give it a shot because they're really, really fun. But that also got added. That got me really excited. I really love the series. All right. Very cool. Hitman Trilogy got added this January as well. And when one and two got added, like if you buy Hitman three, like I want to say a special edition, or maybe it is just in the original, they actually updated one and two to reach Hitman three's uh, engine. But this Hitman trilogy that hit game pass, it is the better versions of one and two. Uh, uh, all three trilogy okay. are in there as well. And then the Tom Clancy six rainbow, the, the siege, Rainbow Six Siege Deluxe Edition, and then okay. the Quarantine also dropped on there too. So uh, it's it's really big blow up on um, if you're if you're Game Pass right now and you're big into it, you're super happy with already the start of 2020. Yeah. that's all I'm saying. No, it's um, good. And then one more thing Xbox related is there's a new trailer that's going to be dropping Sunday on Halo series where it's actually going to be like a full, because the last one was just more of like a teaser. This is going to be like a full on trailer. Right. So I am, I don't know. I, hyped is maybe too strong. I have no idea what to expect out of a yeah. Halo series. Right. I feel like they didn't give us much like, Oh, let's see what this but is. It, now. But it would be cool if they do a good job with it. I mean, yeah, no, uh, it they be. had little things like member ODST, and they have like that, I want to say five or 10 minute little short film thingy with it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it was really, really well made. I mean, like, and it was interesting. Like if they, if they can do this well, I mean, there's, 
it would be really good over many other series if they do it correctly. I think it actually would work really well as a TV series. No, I think you're There's right. There's a I lot mean, of content to pull from from before Spartans to even after, like where we're at in Infinite. There's there's a lot of material to go over, and there's a ton of books. There's a ton of things you can pull from the series in general. Oh yeah, by now and, it's, uh, there's so much. It's like you know, like Witcher did really successful as a series. And this, they have way more to pull from Halo series than they do even Witcher. Yeah, yeah, totally. It would just be cool, too, because it's very much like, there's not many, I mean, is there even a big show on, like, war stuff that's even out? I mean, God, these days. I don't think so. Not many that I can think of. So it would feel pretty fresh compared to what else is out there, too. Sure, You know. sure. No, I'm all for it, man. That sounds. Yeah. I'm definitely gonna watch that trailer and see what I think. Next up here, something small, but a Resident Evil Four fan made something they've been working on for eight years is finally coming out next month. Pretty cool. But I think they're really trying to rush it and finish it here because Capcom has already confirmed that they're going to be making a Resident Evil Four remake. Uh, so if they're going to do it, they need to get it out as soon as possible before that thing comes out because uh, I don't see it ever being as good as the real deal coming sure i just want to more just like man imagine working on something for eight years and finally coming out i bet it's a big sigh of relief you know right right next up here epic games will continue to release free games in 2022 this is cool i mean i i still just keep claiming them so i don't know what you're doing just grabbed it right now so okay cool (laughs) <laughs> but right now, till February 3rd, it's Damon X Machina. And then from the 3rd to the 10th, Ukulele and Impossible Layer. Now, I actually really like this game. They, they, game. The ukulele, like the N64 sort of thing, was kind of whatever. But this is right. the 2.5D one. Right. Uh, but this one is a lot like Donkey Kong Country, like the newer ones that were made. Yep. And I think it's almost as good as those games. It's actually a phenomenal game. You it's really great. need to play it if you haven't. It's got a very cool idea going on too. Like, you know, the impossible layer that you can do whenever you want. The more you play the game, the more the easier you make the layer and you can eventually tackle it. It's really cool. It's super well polished, super fun. It is a great design game. This is can't stress yeah. that enough. So that's actually pretty hype there. And then um I already own it on like three other platforms, but I'm just saying, if you haven't played it, there's now's your chance. Yeah. Uh, next up here, the Cuphead show hits Netflix next month, and there's a new trailer release. Can't wait for this. Looks phenomenal. What's really cool about this, same with like Halo, is you can't really replicate this. It's not like somebody can just create the animation of Cuphead and release. Like it's so original that it deserves as much praise as you can possibly throw its way. Because any other things, like, there's so many things I wouldn't want, and like, please don't do this, is, like, in terms of trying to make it into a movie or show or something like this. Plus, okay, if they're, you know how long it makes them to create, like, a game? I'm sitting there thinking, like, you know how hard it would be to have a full episode <laughs> of this animation? I know. I know. I feel bad for uh, the amount of uh, work you'd have to put into that. I'm actually really excited for a Cuphead show. Yes, yes, same Next here. Next month, pretty cool. I mean, there's a lot of February. I know, I know. It's going to be a lot <laughs> of stuff to consume one way or another. No, I'm excited. That'll be cool. That'll be cool. Hopefully, it'll be like something you can watch with the kids, you know, something cool like that, which I, it sure seems that way. So I yeah, I don't know, because it, it, Cuphead gets a little weird and dark. Does it have a, a rating at all yet? Cuphead show rating. 
I mean, it it, it rides that fine line, though. I think you TVY seven. Okay, that's fine. Okay, okay, okay. That makes sense. Maybe yeah, some be fine. suggestive uh, things, but nothing crazy. <laughs> what smoking a cigarette or something? <laughs> yeah, yeah, know. something like that. Yep, yeah, yep. yeah. All right, cool. But yeah, uh, let's go through what we're watching, what we're playing. Yes. Um, you go first. Sure. Uh, so keeping it a little light this week because I beat a few games last time. So I jumped back into Octopath Traveler. I think the I think playing I'm Brave whatever on this game. I don't know about you. I, I've, but... I've heard I've heard so many mixed things, and I'm so curious to hear to see how I feel because I played Bravely Default two. As you know, I absolutely loved it. I finished that. I was like, I need more of this. Either mm-hmm. whether it be the aesthetic or the kind of gameplay, it's a big RPG, a Japanese RPG. So I went to the demo for Triangle Strategy next. Absolutely loved it. I'm all, I'm sold on that game. Like, what else can I play that's in the same vein that I have Octopath Traveler? I never beat this game. I only played for about six or seven hours, maybe, and then I dropped it for whatever reason. It wasn't that I was bored. I just, I don't know, had other games. So I've popped it back in recently, and I talked with a few friends. What did you think? Everyone has told me the same thing. It's a really good game, but it gets too repetitive. The stories get too repetitive, and it's just too long. Like, you start kind of, it starts dragging. I'm like, okay. Um, so I've been playing it for two or three hours, nothing crazy yet. And I think the gameplay is solid. It does the brave and default, but it puts a different spin on it. It's like, mm-hmm. it's just, not, it's not the same thing. They took it and they made a new idea with it. You can build it up and not hit three times, but put all your power into one hit versus defaulting. Fine. I'm yeah. all cool with that. The game looks great. I'm interested in the person's story that I picked so far, but again, I'm only, who in the first did you chapter. pick first? I picked, uh, Oberyn, I think his name is the warrior. Okay. Um, I picked uh, Primrose. I heard she's got an interesting story. She's oh, awesome, awesome. Okay, okay, good, good. So I'm I'm into it right as of right now. I know a lot of people got sour on it later. We'll see. We'll see how I feel by then. I know the gameplay is there though. I like the gameplay a lot so far. I think I can sum it up really well. So okay. the characters are great, all of them. They all have interesting stories. They all have interesting backgrounds. When you first start as them. I, I picked four random ones, and every one of them that I picked, I was like, man, I'm really into the character. I'm really into the story. They're a lot more mature than what you would even think, too. I okay. love how like gritty they are. Uh, like The Primrose one was one of my favorite of the four I picked because uh, she's literally like a dancer. And uh, <laughs> okay. she has like a pimp and she tries to like break free from him ah, see, uh, okay. because he's really abusive and stuff. But she okay. he straight up like uh, curses at them a ton and says a really he like hits them a lot, very verbal and physical abuse. And they okay. show a lot of it. Uh, anyway, they're they're really gritty with it and they're really adult with it. But basically, they all have their ways of recruiting new people, too. But she will basically like hypnotize them with her like dance to get them mm. on her side, sort of thing. Uses seduction and then basically like screws them over. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Level. I'm interested. I want to learn more about her story, I guess. Then, but what more I'm saying is, so they all have really good with that. The problem is, is the same problem I have with Final Fantasy 12. If you ever played 12, I don't know. But you'll get a lot of really great story. And then you'll go like five or 10 hours of like nothing happening (laughs) until another big moment happens. And then you go really long segment of nothing happened. And then something big happens And it. But the periods like they're too spread out. 
like I wanted more big moments and okay. they're very few and far between. And it feels like the majority of the game, like Bravely Default 2 did it so much better of throwing something new or interesting at you all the time. Octopath is a lot of the same for a long stretch until the next thing, whether it's the next gameplay mechanic, whether it's the next class, whatever it may be, they don't change it up enough. I see. It gets really stale. Okay. uh, Until, until the next thing. And that, that I feel that's the problem with the game. This is definitely not a game that has my full attention right now. It's more of a pick it up here and there, kind of like I was doing Bravely Default for a while. I know I apologize again to, for doing that because I shouldn't have, but <laughs> it's a game I'm just playing here and there, kind of in the background. So we'll see. when it, If it does at some point grab my full attention, then I'll go from there. But yeah, mm-hmm. that's all I've done so far in that one. The other one, which has been a pleasant surprise, has been Resident Evil 3. I did not play this game when I tried. You know what? Sorry, let me switch gears. Let me do Tales of Arise because it's real quick and then I'll get okay, back to Resident Evil okay, 3. I have okay. more to say. Tales of Arise, I, I started it. As I said, my friend got it for me for Christmas. I wasn't a game I was planning on buying anytime soon, probably. And so I had a few hours time to kill the other night and I started it. And immediately, the first thing I noticed is this, this game is really, really good looking. Reminds me of like a cool anime, but not all the way anime. I don't know. It's got like a different feel to it a little bit. Um, and I, I like the design of the characters, too. I thought that was like even the first character you start up, the Iron Mask guy, whatever his name is. I don't know yet. Even beside the design, the portrayal of the character there, it actually seems really well execution in the way the characters behave and act sure. and talk and sure. all of that. Like yep. if you pay previous tells, they're quite corny in their delivery. And this, oh, yeah. they have a big leg up now on them actually delivering it well. <laughs> like. I started it and I I was already into the idea of this like this this character who has amnesia doesn't know what's going on, but then they added the whole he's got the whole mask on he doesn't know why mm-hmm. he doesn't know what's going on he can't feel pain I'm like oh this is all so interesting I want to know more and then we meet the girl Shein and she has her own thing going on people touch her and she shocks them and she starts talking about how it's a curse and everything yeah, I don't know it's just, it starts off he strong. can't feel pain right he's one of the only people that can even be around her so it's cool it's cool. Yep. Yep. No, it's a it's a really cool way to pull you right in. Like the exposition in the beginning of the game, all that stuff about what happened, all these kingdoms, all this. It was a lot. But then I realized, okay, it's okay if I didn't absorb all that perfectly because now we're meeting these two characters in this one, whatever they're called, this one region or whatever you want to say, this kingdom, whatever. Yeah. And they're going to start exploring now. So I'm definitely into it. Again, this is another game that I'm not dedicating all my time to, but I'm going to play it here and there. And um, and eventually, I'm sure it'll grab me, and then I'll just be into it. But I'm into it so far. So definitely looking forward to that one. And then finally, like I said before, Resident Evil 3 caught me off, totally off guard. This is one of the only Resident Evil games that I've never played back in the day, like when, on the originals. Uh, like Resident Evil 2, when it, the remake dropped, I already knew what to expect. I already knew I'm going to like this game because I like the old one, and this looks better. Okay, great. Resident Evil 3 I had never played. And you have to you have to keep in mind, all I heard about this game when it came out was... It's so underwhelming. It's so short. It's not as good as two. Don't don't spend the money on these. These are not my words at all. No, I know, I, I know they're not your phenomenal. words. But but I think <laughs> I think you can agree with me that there was an overwhelming amount of people saying stuff. Like and I rolled my game. eyes every time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, are you so, kidding me? So after, like I said, after Bravely Default and Psychonauts 2, I'm like, I need a I need a somewhat of a shorter, tighter. Mm-hmm. less thinking experience something more linear so resident evil 3 i saw it on sale for like eight bucks i'm like all right let me grab this so the other night i started up instantly on my computer i'm like this game looks amazing first of all um i love really like jill's character i'm like all right cool 
I played it for about an hour. I was like, okay, this is exactly what I want right now. Something straightforward. The, the gunplay feels great. The, the story is just simple enough. There's n- nothing crazy. And then the other night, I spent like a good two or three extra hours on top of it. And now I'm like really, really liking this game. Like it's just, I just love everything about it. It just feels so good. It's so simple. But the the Resident Evil does Resident Evil be- Resident Evil does this kind of game better than anyone, and that's what I love about it. It it's just feels so fantastic right. pacing. That's yes, the best yes, way I can yes. word it. Yep the the only complaint I have so far, and I think I found a way around this, is when I played Resident Evil Two, the whole Mister X thing. I kind of grew a little tired of it because I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my god, I don't like this anxious feeling all the time. I, I just want to explore the, the the police station, right? Then Nemesis. It's not even that I'm scared of him, really. The first time I was like, oh, man, now he kind of just annoys me. And I feel like there's times where I can't like I can't go from here to here without him hitting me and taking off tons of damage like Mr. X. I could avoid. Now I'm getting to the point where I'm timing my you press space bar on the the look. It's all it's all where you're at in the game. In the beginning, he's going to be too much of a threat for you to handle in the middle of the game he gets pretty relatively like okay by the end you can screw him over okay okay they're they just do it like that and so sure sure and and even that being said it's not that big of a problem because i found a way to do like that dodge and if you time it perfectly she doesn't like, i mean mr x at any point in the game he he there's no he was oh he there. was he was yeah. always a pain the thing about mr <laughs> x though is i could always avoid him i could always avoid getting hit he was just annoying and he was mm-hmm. more of a he was more of a space blocker than anything, but Nemesis actually messes me up every time Nemesis I see him. Nemesis is try. more like other games to where you see like, okay, you're exploring a game and there's this big enemy in the middle of the field that you have to avoid. Oh, right, right, when right. You, and when you eventually get to take him down, it feels amazing. Right? Yeah, yeah. And, and Resident Evil 3 is a much shorter game. So to be fair, Nemesis can't it's possibly bother me as much. Long, right. Yeah, it's not, it's not going to bother you as much because Mr. Mr. X was literally like 10 hours of this mm-hmm, guy, mm-hmm. 12 hours of this guy. This is going to be so. maybe three hours of annoyance. <laughs> sure. sure. So <laughs> I'm all in the, on the game though. It's, it's exactly what I want right now. And I'm, I'm loving it. So I'm glad I'm finally playing it. One of my favorite bits is when, I don't know if you've been like underground yet. I just got underground. Literally okay. just got there and see these Literally the best part. Oh, man. <laughs> I can't wait. I, 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 I was like, I got 20 more minutes to play. And I had gotten past like a tense part. I'm down in the sewers. I'm exploring. Mm. Then all of a sudden I see this big freaking creature come at me. I'm like, oh, no. So I turn around, run the other way. Like, let me get some space <laughs> to get my shotgun out. I see another one come out. I'm like, oh, no. I turn around again. Shoot so him once. Fun. The other one eats me. I'm like, okay. I'm going to take a break now for a little bit. <laughs> No, it's a good game though. I'm, I'm again another game that I'm mad that I waited this long to play because it's awesome. So yeah, yeah. But then again, I did get it for like eight bucks, so I guess whatever, you know. <laughs> so <laughs> it's it's the perfect contrast to two. Yeah, no, I'm I'm loving it. So I'm playing a bunch this last week. Okay, first like Pokemon. Let's just go ham here because uh, so I was. I was worried about this game, but I was optimistic on it. And I was like, oh, I just I just hope it's going to be good. It's not like as good as I was hoping it would be. But at the same time, it's also a lot better than I was expecting. It's this whole whirlwind of weirdness. I don't know. But I was thinking, oh, they're okay. They're just going to copy Breath of the Wild and just be open world Pokemon. Um, but they tried that with Sword and Shield, kind of. But they barely did much at all. And it was very, very underwhelming. This game is full on, uh, okay, you're actually in a big space and there's Pokemon all over, 
but they're actually changing the gameplay of Pokemon to adapt to this new thing, like they did with Breath of the Wild, where they actually changed the gameplay to adapt to the world. And that's what they should have done with the last <laughs> Sword of Shield, because, <laughs> oh, we're giving you this open world, but yet it plays the exact same, so it really makes no difference whether I'm open or whether I'm playing it how I normally was playing it, because I'm still playing it in the exact same way. This game actually plays incredibly different, so I will be... Uh, sneaking in some grass, throwing a Pokeball to try to cut some weaker things without even having to hurt it. But if it were to get my attention, let's say it's a bird, right? Right. Um, it sees me, it just flies away, right? So I really have to sneak up on birds. Or if I even throw a Pokeball Pokemon at it to attack him because he's a bird, he's still going to see the Pokemon that I throw at it and still just fly away. But... I could even throw an item that will just irritate him enough to where he won't even want to fly away and actually want to attack me because he's mad. Right. I see. And then I could then catch him that way after I hurt him a bit, or if he's weak enough or I have a strong enough ball. Okay. Well, I really can just sneak throw catch and be done with them. And so that, so that's just a bird, right? Then you have to deal with that when it comes to water. Then you have to deal with that when it comes to all of these different types and what they may like. So, also, you may be, there was an instance to where I saw like a ponytail running through and I'm like, oh, cool. I didn't know I'd see one so soon. I need a fire Pokemon. I catch him. It was pretty simple. It was pretty low level. I walk around the corner and there's a big Rapidash in front of me. And I was like, whoa, okay. There's no way. I try to see what would just happen, right? Mm-hmm. He completely just, he doesn't even like, I throw a Pokemon out. He destroys the Pokemon. Now he's attacking me. I'm running. I'm rolling. I'm trying to get away. He kills me. I go back to the village. So it's it's this whole like fear element to it as well, where I can't just roam around the world and anything see me. I can either just avoid, right? In older games, okay, your Pokemon gets destroyed. You just continue on. Well, me as a character can now get destroyed. So it adds this whole other element to where you're actually worried about getting close to a big Pokemon. So now when I go back on the field, I'm super avoiding him because I can see that it doesn't show all the Pokemon you can see in the area. It'll show maybe six or seven of them, but there's actually more than on the list, which I'm excited for because I thought I was just going to list them all. But I'm actually seeing more that wasn't on it. I was like, oh, cool. But I see a Tokopi on the list. You can definitely find them in the area. And I'm looking all over and I can't find them. But then I start to realize, oh, it's turn at night. Now ghost Pokemon are appearing at night. Oh, cool. Because, okay. yes, in previous games, like uh, they can do a day-night thing and certain people appearing. But it's still just random encounters running in the grass. It doesn't feel as epic. Now, when I'm in a big space... It's turning night. You know what it's making me feel like? It's making me feel like Ocarina of Time when like the skeletons appear at night. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yep. That's how it made me feel because now these cool. ghost Pokemon are appearing at night. But because they're ghosts, they can't be hit with like normal attacks. But we know this in the Pokemon realm, but it's really weird actually getting it in like a full-time combat sort of scenario because it's not full-time, but it is in the sense of like your character, I guess, and moving around. So anyway, I see these ghosts. I throw a Pokemon out there. Well, it sees me and completely disappears and like, screw you. I'm like, okay. So I tried to get somewhat close, throw a Pokeball at it. 
Uh, I can't catch him because he's a little too strong. Well, I throw a Pokemon out there. I can't even hit him because I try to do like a quick attack to try to hurt him a, a little bit. Because, uh, but I'm also trying to be fast so I can throw a Pokemon and ball immediately after the quick attack. Right? <laughs> gotcha. But I do the quick attack. It doesn't hit him because he's ghost and quick attack is technically normal type. It doesn't hurt him at all. He, he disappears. I'm like, oh my God. It's adding all of these elements of like Pokemon strategies but actually roaming a world and having to deal with like real the real life situations of right. how a Pokemon world would behave. I don't know. I it's, you know, so it's way more than just randomly encounter a Pokemon, selecting one of the four moves and then that being it, you know, it sounds like a good step in, in the right direction. I mean, I'm happy to see that, you know, what brings the game down a lot for me in terms of like, if it wasn't this, it would be fantastic, but it's just presentation. Like it looks better than the initial reveal for sure, but it still looks like early PS3 game. You know what I mean? Like it really brings it down a lot because I can only imagine what if this was the base, like the gameplay is great and the ideas are great and being able to like craft, not only to make like new Pokeballs, but new healing items and new, like all of these different things that I could create to help me out there in the world. But it just looks so, so outdated of a video game. And I'm playing 30 FPS and I'm playing and it's looking a world like a early 360 or PS3 game. And it's just kind of like, eh. but even like on emulation and me bumping it to 4k, like breath of the wild, me bumping it to 4k looks beautiful. I it's bought true. this to 4K and it's just like, mm, doesn't really <laughs> still do looks, much. Still looks, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I gotcha. Okay. Um, but it, so that like, if it wasn't for that one thing, you know, I would be even way more high on it. But I feel the more I play, right, the more I'm just going to get used to. It's like me playing an N64 game. In the beginning, I'm just like, oh, right. But five or six hours in. I'm eventually used to it and then I'm just playing it like I did at the time and then I'm able to just enjoy it. And I feel like the longer I'm putting it into this, I'm four and a half hours at this point. I'm way more positive on it than I was the first hour because it so turned me off by the visuals. Sure. It it's not like as bad as maybe I'm making out to be. Like I can still walk into a house and it's still way more flesh like, okay, technically an N sixty four game, they would be like what four pots and some really crappy photo on the wall. There's not really much like fleshed out items. I can still walk into a house and it still has like, here's a bed. Here's a nice desk. Here's a nice, like there's still a lot. It's still a filled out world. It's not empty. I see. Uh, okay. That's good. I'm just, glad to hear. It just isn't as pretty to look at <laughs> as I feel it should be, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm glad uh, it sounds like what you said is pretty much exactly what my, my buddy said. Just, you know, there's a lot of promise here. There's some things I don't like. I just hope that we get another game going forward, you know, Mm -hmm. in a few years. That's more like this lean deeper into it because this is cool. Clearly, no one can fault them for trying something new, at least, you know. So I'm still at like right now an 8 or 8.5 range and I'm still really, really liking it. I'm so happy to play a Pokemon game like this. And if you even slightly like Pokemon, get this game you will enjoy it there's no i can't see someone not liking sure this sure. game if you're into pokemon now if you're not into pokemon you're not going to play this and get into pokemon <laughs> because there's still you're just going to boot it up and be like oh this looks bad and not care uh 
I feel a lot of like new people would, would get that. But if you enjoy Pokemon, they're doing so many fresh, new, awesome things in this game. Like it's it's hard to describe just how much they're adding to it just feeling like nothing we've ever seen before, but sure. it being in the world of Pokemon. Sure. Okay. And cool. it's weird too because you have to think about all the Pokemon logic, but you're playing a different style of game. So you try to go back to you playing a different game that isn't Pokemon, but the, it doesn't work in the Pokemon world. Like they actually really thought things through and actually applied Pokemon logic in all the right ways while you're playing it. You know, I'm glad to hear that because they could have very easily not done that and it still would yeah, probably yeah. have sold a good amount. So. <laughs> No, that's good. I give they, them credit. They put for in the work. Much. I just wish they were able to put in the work into the art assets. That's all. Yeah, like make it look. Come on, you could have made it look better than that. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all right, all right. Uh, one thing I will say on the art assets is at nighttime, the game looks fantastic. Um, oh, okay. Look, look into our chat. Uh, it's like yeah. one of the last things I put in there, and there's a night photo, and I think it looks great. It's, and it's like. Man, I wish the whole game just was at night then. <laughs> because sure. I don't Look know why better. it looks so bad during the day, but looks so good at night. Yeah, it's just, I'm in it now. Scroll up a bit, and it's the... I see. I see it. Wow, it does look really nice, actually. But during the day, it looks so bad. Know, it's weird. Looks like you can anyway. see like, some jaggies there and stuff. You know, I noticed that about yeah, it a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Now, I can, like... Uh, this is 1080. If I bump it to 4K, it gets rid of the jaggies, but then it runs even under 30. It runs, so yeah, yeah, I can't have that. I'm not, I'm not doing that. All right, cool, cool. Well, glad to see you're enjoying it. Next up here, nobody saves the world. This is I. Um, I really, really loved Guacamole One and Two, and I honestly kind of wish they would have just made another game in that same world. But when I was listening to that interview, they were really set on. We want to keep making something new. We don't want to keep doing the same thing. So, I, you know, I can respect that, but it's still kind of sad because I was so into them and I just want more of it. So it's like that talk and pull there anyway. But I will say this. I'm actually really glad they did something new because this game is unlike anything I've played. I don't, it's so weird trying to describe this game. It's uh yeah, it was weird. When you were explaining it, I'm like, what the <laughs> hell is he even talking about? <laughs> <laughs> like, imagine enter the gungeon, but it's not a roguelike. Okay. But it's just like top down. I guess it's just one of those like isometric view of like top down game. Think like Binding of Isaac. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, but you can switch between a slug that shoots tears out of its eyes, but also the trail it leaves behind can hurt them as well. I can switch to a knight. So he has like a sword and shield and has skills around that. I can switch to an archer. I can switch to a rat and the rat can like bite him really fast and eventually poison them. And then if I do poison them, I can kill them in one bite with this second move. They all have these really, really unique and completely different characters. Uh, There's a mermaid I unlocked and the mermaid can swim in the water. So there'll be segments in the stage where there'll be a water thing. Oh, now I can swim across the water and maybe get an item I couldn't normally get. You're constantly switched between different characters while you're playing an area to get the benefits out of, oh, this enemy, this character would be better to play against. But it's not like Pokemon elements where it's like, water oh i need to use uh lightning or I use fire with all that 
It's not elements that you're worried about. It's more of like, oh, there's a ton of enemies coming through a very narrow path. If I switch to the slug and just start running down, its path is leaving behind. It's going to screw up so right, many enemies right, right. in such a narrow segment. You're you're thinking like that. Very and, cool. Or an archer, uh, the narrow path, I could charge an arrow and literally hit them all in one shot. Stuff like that. You just hold down R1 and it brings up a wheel. You switch between the characters. What's really fun too is when you're playing a specific character, think bravely default. The more you play with that character, you more unlock with that character. Right. Uh, there's no overall leveling up. You have okay. to switch between the character and then, then you level up according to that character. Now, you don't just like kill a bunch, you level up. You have to do like different acts. So you need to kill 10 people with this move and then it'll earn you a badge. You turn in that badge, you earn experience. So you're like doing challenges off of a challenge list. Think like you're playing Halo Infinite, and it and it levels up exactly like that would. You only can level up through the challenges. So okay. it'll okay. give you a bunch of different things to do. So you're constantly like switching between different characters, but you want to kind of use them all because if you, you need certain characters in certain situations, but if I barely used them now, he has super basic moves and I barely put any work into him. And now I'm really weak against really stronger people. So you have to pretty equally split them up and use a bunch of different types. And all this being said, that's just overall mechanical stuff. But just the gameplay is just super, super, super fun and super well made. I mean, they got it down to a T of just being able to make a really fun game. Like, yeah, I don't know. I, okay, okay. I just think it's fantastic. I mean, this is like okay. I've put in a few hours here. Pokemon a eight five ish range. This is like at least nine point five ish. I'm just standing okay. it, but I'm seeing a ton of people agree with me here. I'm seeing a ton of people say, "Oh, this is like one of the best indies in a long time." Like. It's super I'm, strong. They make great games, so I'm not surprised. I'm going to eventually play uh, that game. It looks cool. I'm curious. Let's see the steam on this. I would be shocked if it's not overwhelmingly positive. <laughs> very positive. What's what's okay. stronger? Very overwhelmingly positive. So very. So it's 91%. I mean, anyway. that's. I'm not surprised. All right. But yeah, I love it. I love it. Um, oh, one more thing, the art style. They got some magic here. This is like one of the prettiest of this style I've ever seen. The lighting, they do something with it to where it's 2D, but it's not like a 2.5, but somehow it pops as if it's like like the artwork's kind of popping out of the screen. I don't know how to describe it, but they do. Gotcha. Such a good job with like layers. Like when I'm the rat and I'm biting, it's like the teeth are above the character and then the character's behind. It's some, it's like looking through multiple layers of, of, of art. It's kind of weird. I don't know. They, okay. they pop really well. Anyway, that's that. I beat near replicant finally. And so I guess what we need to do is we just need to have a whole episode, not just yeah. on your replicant, yeah. but near as a whole. I would like to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Because we need to really go because they go Basically, part one, part two. I mean, that's really what's going on here. Yeah, yeah. And I, of course, we're going to have that separate episode, which I'm glad. But I'll just say I like how they added in an ending to kind of bridge the gap. You know, that ending yes. was actually, yes. um, there's a book. Actually, I have it right here. Right here. I haven't finished reading it yet, okay. but I got it at one point because it was a collection of short stories. And one of the short stories was the ending, the new ending in Replicant that bridge bridges oh, cool. the gap between the two. So I thought that was cool. 
but yeah, I also well, liked when they were the bridge and the gap. Okay, I was expecting bridge the gap, but they also bridge the UI inside yeah. of like they took gameplay elements of right. automata and put it into the end of replicant and it's been a little while since <laughs> you know i have to refresh my memory on a few little things here and there like, like some the, details like of they ending, changed but... the health bar to be like the oh, yes, automata yes, yes. health bar and they changed like the the world that you're exploring it's like the hacking world in automata so they took literal art assets from automata and put into replicant it's just so cool i mean i i was so what did you think overall like without getting into it i mean how'd you feel this whole time i kept not agreeing with people and saying that like oh i I, i'm not gonna be bothered by the fact that i keep after replay and all of that with the ending oh my god it's even worse (laughs) than people are putting it out (laughs) the fact of having to play like cd and things takes so long and you barely get anything new. Barely. Wait, wait, with hold Automata, on. Automata, you got way more different things with each playthrough by a landslide. It's not even close. I mean, like, it it, it was like 80% new, 20% old. This is like 95% old, 5% old. <laughs> and I'm like, this is maddening. I, I This sucks. <laughs> there was, okay, so if I remember correctly, there was, I forgot to mention to you, but obviously you play part one, then you There's go to part a, two, right? Then B, then right. there's D and D, which is basically the same thing. Well, one wait, tiny you could have avoided a big chunk of gameplay had you done something. I don't remember, but saving I and reloading. I did. I okay. did. You can load okay. a save and not have to replay with the C and D, but that's it. Okay. Um, there was something. I feel like there was before that final make two different decisions. There was a time where I cut a big chunk out. You can too. load the. You can load the save, make the other decisions. Okay. So you can get okay. the C and the D. Gotcha. Um, okay. But with E you have to like play a big portion then yes. replay another thing then but go back a, to with a spin with a spin on it right a new yeah, character yeah. which i really liked doing oh, that now that yeah you 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 play a lot then you play the new character and then you, you get play that segment yeah. you play a ton with the new character then you go back and play uh through the rest of the game whenever you're fighting like the, the lizard thing right at right. that moment, you switch between the new character. Then you go right back to that spot, and then you have to play the rest of the game. Right, so, like, right, right. I felt like I've replayed the same thing <laughs> three, about four times. I think that's and one I'm thing this game. Too. I think that's one thing this game. Obviously, them redoing it and things like that. That's one flaw in it for sure, totally. However, I after I saw how they built on it with with the new game, um, and I could you know I could forgive some of these things, but yes, it is definitely a flaw. You can't ignore it. But the, the story to me was so good that I was just like, you know what, it's okay. I'm gonna get through anyway. This. It's whatever. That but. all being said, <laughs> I just had to stress it's way worse than uh, sure, than sure. what I thought it was gonna be. I still like. I mean that the problem is if that if it wasn't like that. This would hands down, there wouldn't even be arguments for other games on like right. being my game of the year. And I would just right. say this a million times. I don't care who says what. Mm-hmm. The, the fact, because you have to, you can't just end it on A and be okay with it. You no, have no to see those other parts. It's not even, the game's not even over till you see all the parts. It's like you read a, a quarter of a book. Yeah. You know, it's not, it's not, it's not like you, <laughs> you read through the book and you're reading it again. You have to see it all. Right. And, they really like I don't, screwed the pooch with that last part there. I just I got know. to the I got to the point where it wasn't annoying me as much because 
I was running through it so fast at this point. Like it wasn't. I really I was. was I was just it, you know? like almost like halfway looking at the screen. <laughs> just but, like but, I know exactly uh, what to do. Yeah, but yeah. when they did add the context with the 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 screen would be black and there'd be text on the screen and the music's oh, playing. You're learning about. I love that. I love those info dumps. Any of the great. new content that they yeah. add, I, as you go and then you see the new. It's like, oh my god, this is incredible material. Yeah, yeah, it was amazing. So, um, but I, cool. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. But that part has now forces me to sit there and be like, okay, well, a game as a whole, how do we, how do I go about like seeing this compared to other things and all that? But sure, if I throw sure. all of that out of the equation and just be like, I mean, I, anyone who hasn't played these games, you have to play it. I mean, it's like sure. phenomenal experience. But now, now I'm saying Automata's better. Okay. I the whole time I'm like replicants better, replicants better, replicants better. <laughs> yeah, I absolutely. There's some parts now, that I love. Now I'm saying Automata is. There's better. some things I like better about Replicant, but overall, yeah, I'd give it to Automata for sure. But <sighs> both both amazing games to me, like two of my favorite games of ever, of all time for sure. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. anyway, all right. Well, I'm glad you beat it. I loved it. I loved it. It's hard to even like review or rate it. I don't know. Sure. But I loved it. And then this last thing here. Record of Lotus War D Lit and Wonder <laughs> Labyrinth. The worst name. It's a real, ever. real name. Real name. <laughs> but it's basically Castlevania Symphony of the Night Part Two. <laughs> it is so. It's not even like other Castlevanias. It is so Symphony of the Night. Now, where one thing it departs, which I actually like, kind of prefer. Uh, well, it depends what I don't know. Anyway, it depends on your mood, I guess. It's not as Metroidvania as Symphony of the Night, where like you're not backtracking as much. You really are just keep going forward. Now you okay. do get the map and you're like seeing where to go and you go you get new things, you go to different segments, stuff like that. But it still keeps pushing you forward. I don't know how to describe I'm never really going way back and to something I saw maybe four hours ago, but I have something new and then I'm going to this tiny little thing. But you're still working the map like you would a Metroidvania to where like you're trying to fill it out. But once you fill out a segment, you're never really going back to that segment. This is a, gotcha. I guess this is a good way to word it. But okay. the gameplay is phenomenal. When I was first playing it, I was actually kind of let down because I was like, yeah, but Symphony Night feels better. Like whenever I jump or I attack, it was a lot smoother and more fun with Symphony Night. But now I understood why it felt a little sluggish and it wasn't nearly as precise. I, you have way more in this game. I didn't know. Oh, you get the archer ability. Now I can shoot arrows. Oh, you get this ability to where you can hover and you can float a while to get a new thing. Once three or four abilities stack, now it's feeling way more fast and fluid I because when I didn't have them, it felt like empty moments there. Like, why doesn't it like there should be more to this? But right, I realized, right. oh, they added more. And it wasn't just like in Symphony of the Night, you get like new weapons and stuff like that. But like the core is still like the same the whole game. This is abilities that completely change your gameplay. Not like you form it into a bat and then that changes. No, like we even when you're running around and jumping and roaming and attacking now there's way more abilities i got added. you okay and it stacks and now now it feels way more fleshed out so just know when you first start it's gonna feel weird 
two or three hours in, once you get the core gameplay mechanics unlocked, then it feels really fast and fluid again. Okay. So, okay. Very cool. All right. Mind. But it's phenom- the music's phenomenal. The gameplay is phenomenal. The art, like they now, ne- I mean, it's, it's, it really just is the new- next Castlevania game because okay, I don't cool. think we're ever going to see one in a long time. Yeah, it'd be a while. All right. All right. I'm looking forward to that. I put it on my wish list. So it's definitely going to grab that at some point. Uh, Sweet. Definitely get the hype because people keep telling me. uh, Someone in one of the groups even was like, dude, you're talking about Game Pass. You haven't played this. And I was like, okay, okay. But I keep like putting it on. (laughs) Metrovanias, I don't know. Like, I like them, but I don't love them. But I, the ones that I do love, I love a ton. You know, right. it's, sure. but it's really hard to get me. It's like it's like being a Souls fan, and then there's so many other games that try to do what they do, but they just never quite pull it off. And if you don't pull it off as good, it's just like even if it's ten percent missing, it just eh, nah, that one does it better. You know, yep, yep. This I think like does as good, if not better than other Castlevania games and it's phenomenal. I mean like if you, if right. you love Castlevania, there's no way you're not gonna like this. Just no, give that beginning time. It's gonna feel weird at first. But that's that. Um I'm going to rush through these because there's a lot here. There hasn't yeah. been new game watch in like two or three weeks, but now all of a sudden we're getting a flood in. Yeah, so, let's do it. Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duel, January nineteenth. Expedition Rome, January twentieth. Paparazzi, January yes. 20th. <laughs> Can't wait for that. Rainbow Six Extraction, January 20th. Woodjammers 2, January 20th. Baby Storm, January 21st. Mousecraft, January Storm. 21st. Cannibal Cuisine. Cannibal Cuisine. January yeah. 25th. Elorgia, a uh, Wild West Tale, January 25th. That is Whoa, Tim, iOS. Tim, you, Tim, you butchered that Spanish word. Let me do that one for you. El hijo. I, I, I obviously cannot speak. So. No, I'm just messing with you. I'm just messing with you. This is that was funny. No, it's cool. The Artful Escape, uh, January 25th. Circuit Superstars, January 27th. Damon X Machina, January 27th. Monster Hunter, not Monster Hunter. Monster Harvest, January 27th. Rugby 22, January 27th. Pokemon Rugby. Legends Arceus, wow. January 28th. Last Uncharted Legacy of Thieves Collection is January 28th. All right. I wish I had more time to play games right now because I would get that, but I'm going to have to pass for now, I think, unfortunately. I'm speedballing uh, that segment because it's just too much. Yeah, too much. Let's uh, let's run through <laughs> this real quick, too. Just just I just wanted to mention a few games in February that, I mean, I think both of us are pretty excited for, at least, you know, combined yes 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 um so real quick so dying light 2 comes out february 4th super pumped for this game i played the whole first game with a friend co-op from start to finish where i mean it just looks like dying light here's the better version better graphics better frame rate better story whatever i'm super into it um getting that one for sure i'm playing it i just don't know when let's just say that yep sifu Let's say I'm about 90% sure I'm gonna get this. I'm gonna wait on reviews, but what I've seen I still so far, I don't even know what this is. Oh man, check it out when you get a chance. It is this it reminds me kind of like Streets of Rage with the beat em up, right? But it's a sort of it third person, Steam? third person over the shoulder. I think it is, or it might be on Epic Games, so I'm not it's sure. Not. Um and the 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 combat is so cool. Like it looks like they put a lot of work into the way you connect when you hit and you roll and you punch and you grapple. 
it's just a super cool brawler. It looks really good. Um, oh, so oh, 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 okay. Yeah. You know which yeah, one yeah, now? Yeah yeah. 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 I've seen this. This looks cool. Yep. Yep. I'm going to wait for reviews for sure, but it looks pretty good. It's like, um, it's basically John Wick, the video game. <laughs> yes. That's, that's exactly how I feel about it. How about cross? I don't know much about Crossfire X. So I'll let you talk on that one. That's just a new, there's a multiplayer and a campaign. It's remedy. I think it looks really good, but they haven't shown much on it. Like, um, like I think like the engine looks good uh, and the trailers and stuff like that. But this is the weakest of this rest of this list because sure. I need to be able to see reviews. I need to be able to see more on of it. Course. Before. It looks like a current gen game to the fullest. And that's what has me excited, at least visually. But now I just need to see if it's actually a good game or not. So sure, it's super sure. dependent on the reviews. But if it does have good reviews, I'm I'm going to play it. And of course, it's going to be Game Pass. So I'm going to play it anyway, at least try it out. But unless the reviews are just terrible or whatever, and I won't even bother. But in terms of my, my hype levels, it's going to super depend on sure. more info. I just don't have enough info. Anyway. Uh, let's keep going. Obviously, uh, Horizon Forbidden West, February eighteenth. Now, here's the dilemma I'm having again with Horizon. Okay, I think it looks amazing, but we have the problem of the fact that Elden Ring comes out a week later, just like Breath of the Wild did. It was Why exactly are we here again? Why is it? Why a- are we here Why again? Two weeks. <laughs> Why can't you think about this? I know you. I know the people making Horizon probably feel confident this game's gonna sell well. Okay, but like, get out of the way of the bigger dogs. All right, Elden Ring is gonna be bigger. It's 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 um what's the word I'm looking for optics right yeah you know how big Elden Ring you Elden have, Ring obviously they know how big Elden Ring Elden just, Ring is is very likely going to be the biggest game of the year I mean I I don't think there's any real reason to doubt that um move aside so I just don't think it's a smart idea I'm gonna play Horizon for a week I'm gonna play it a lot I'm gonna enjoy it and then on February 25th at midnight I'm gonna put it down and I'm not gonna play it again until I'm done with Elden Ring <laughs> I already know. So, and then obviously to wrap it up, Elden Ring, February 25th. I don't even have to say anything now, else. Maybe, I think we're both. Maybe for me, like if I wouldn't have played that, no, that's not even true. I would still play yeah, it. Still, still be super but high. But now I even, now I have confirmation that right. this game is fantastic. Right. There is right. no way. Okay, I'm I playing Horizon and then wait. this releases. I'm not going to be like, well, I'm going to finish Horizon. No, I'm not. No, I'm immediately no, no jumping way. on you, Elden Ring. Can you imagine coming home from work that day and being like, I haven't finished Horizon yet, and I know Elden Ring's on my computer or on my Xbox, but let no. me just keep playing Horizon. No, no I can't. It's not going to happen. <laughs> so I'm going to play as far as I can in Horizon. I'm going to do my best to every so often come back to Horizon, maybe a day here, a day there. Like you know, I don't keep have it. enough free time to beat I don't, yeah. Horizon in a week. It's not going to no, happen. No, me neither. It's not going to happen. So Anyway, uh, yeah, I'm super excited about those games. So That is so, yeah. what it is. All right. Now for our final segment. Uh, I looked a bunch of these up earlier, so I'll start as we go. I can start putting in some of the scores, but we're going to go over our review bets from last time. We're we're going to pull, like we said before, we're going to pull from Metacritic. Now, if Metacritic doesn't show for one of these games, we're going to Google it, Google it, and not anything else. And whatever first shows, it could be like very small website to the biggest. I don't care. The first website to show with a score. Not right. just a big, long review with no score. We need an actual score. Sure, sure. So I pulled a bunch of these up already. So just to recap, we have Monster Hunter Rise PC, January 12th, 
Tim put 84. I put 86. And the score is 88. So, Ooh. okay. We're, so you... we're both, we're, first of all, we're both pretty on the money, though. Very really close. close. Yeah, super <laughs> close. All right. So that's that one. So how I'm going to do this, I'm trying to think of a better way. So, okay. So I know exactly how to do this. Watch how I do this. Hold okay. on. on, on. Okay. I'm going to type here. So you earn 98 points because you were two points off. You see what I mean? Oh, I see. I see. And then I earn 96 points. Okay, cool. All right. We'll do all right. Like so, that. all right. That's fair enough. All right. Next one. Spelunky 2. Tim put 85. Rudy put 80. It is 87. So you were closer on that one. Okay. So I earn 98 and you earn whatever detracted from there. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Astroneer for Switch. Tim, 71. Rudy, 67. You know what? Let's let's throw this into it too. Any final guess? I still don't even know what it is. <laughs> um, uh, 65. All right. It is 76. Ooh. So you were a little okay. closer on okay. that one. Okay. Okay. Oh man, here's where I really screwed up. Okay, God of War. Now here's the thing. Here's the problem. God of War PC is not appearing on Metacritic. Uh, with how is it still variation. not? I mean, I don't know. What? I've tried. I've tried. Let me try God of War PC Metacritic. Let me see if it'll appear. Okay, now it's maybe I was just okay. No, it's appearing now. It it's appearing. Like. Okay. Okay. Cool, it's appearing. Cool. Okay. Okay, yeah. Uh, okay. Rudy, like an idiot, said 79 because he saw a bad review and he thought that was going to be the consensus. Tim said 92. It is actually 93. So right on the money for you. Nice. Okay. That was a good guess. Um, <laughs> Shadow Man Remastered. Um, Tim said 78. Rudy said 70. And Shadow Man Remastered is 64. So it's a little closer. Okay, okay, okay. All right. That's a, that's, that's a decent amount of points there right there. You just you just got yourself eight. Yeah, points. yeah, I got got a few back there. Fine. I still have to make Terminate. up for that freaking 13 point difference, but it's all right. <laughs> all right. Um sorry, nobody saves the world. Okay, here we go. This is for PCs, Xbox, does it, it oh, be all any the same. platform? I don't they're all the same. Yeah. Okay. okay. So nobody saves the world. I put uh excuse me, you put 87, I put 81. It is actually 78. So Ooh. not too bad for Why me. Why is this? That game I thought it'd be a little higher. Yeah. It's a good game. Great game. Yeah, yeah it looks wow. good. Weird. Um, okay, yeah. River City Girls, PS5. This was another Maybe one. Maybe it's short. Had. I'm curious now. I'm, I'm very curious. Five. Yeah, check it out after. See, because maybe I'm it's short. PS5 Medicare. It can't be the quality. It's a great game. Oh yeah, <laughs> I doubt that. So River City Girls is only appearing. There's only one score on here. Should we go with the one score? Well, if there's, there's a yeah yeah if there's, there's one score, a score but there's score. no there's yeah. no aggregate yet. Okay, I understand. Okay, so uh, you put eighty five, I put seventy eight. The score is actually eighty. Okay. Uh, Expeditions Rome. Uh, you put eighty two, I put eighty four. It is actually eighty. We're both pretty close. Whoops. All right, doing pretty well so far. I'd say for both of us, for the most part. Um, paparazzi. Okay. Oh, you're gonna like this one. Ready? Tim, 67. Rudy, 65. Paparazzi, yeah. 66. Perfect. Oh, right in the middle. Right in the middle. <laughs> right in the middle. All right. Hey, Rainbow we were we were pretty smart there guessing Yeah, I, I think we're making pretty good guesses for the most part. All right. Rainbow Six we're not, Extraction. Yeah, we're not far off on any of these. Mm, okay. Except for your Rainbow God of War. That one was off. <laughs> but I, I've i made up for a few, like like six or seven points on a few of you. That's what you get for cheating. No, you didn't cheat. <laughs> All right. <laughs> 
Rainbow Six Extraction, Tim 82, Rudy 72, it is 71. Sounds okay. closer on okay. that one. Ooh, ooh, ooh. That's a good point difference there, too. Uh, yeah, yeah, that one helped you, me you out. Got, right you, yeah, yeah. This is another one that I think, Tim, you went a little confident on this one. 90? I did. I said 77. I this one's 79. I went so way too cocky. <laughs> All right, let me try to find Baby Storm again because it didn't appear before. Metacritic. Yeah, you're already getting made up for your God of War already. Yeah, that was a big deficit I took there, but made, made up some of them. Okay, Baby Storm. It looks like there's nothing. Let me just look for a Baby Storm review, even. Okay, here we go. It got a. Oh, it got a three out of five, so 60. Okay, that sounds about right. <laughs> okay, El Ejo, Wild West Tale. Let's see. Uh, this game looks kind of cool, by the way. Uh, you, sa- you said 83, I said 70. It's actually 74. Game looks cooler than that, though. I feel like this would be higher than 74. Um, <laughs> Circuit Superstars. Uh, you said 56, I said 75. Wow, surprise, it's actually 82. Why is this game so high? What the heck? I don't even know Man. what this game is. You <laughs> had like one of the worst Jeez. titles. <laughs> uh, Pokemon Legends RCS 86. Oh, excuse me. You said 80. I said 79. It's 86. And finally. Hey, hey, hey. I'm happy with that, though. Look at that. Get, 86 get, for Pokemon. Let's go. I mean, that's it, a good, people that's are a like, good okay. People cool. like it. Cool. And finally, uh, Uncharted Legacy of Thieves Collection. You said 90. I said 88. We're both very close. 87. Okay. Okay. So there it is. I think we should give ourselves a pat on the back at least, though, because oh, with, <laughs> we the, exception really of, close with the exception so of one, probably one for me and one for you. I mean, I'd say mm-hmm. we are pretty, pretty on the money, you know, especially paparazzi. Come on. We nailed that. 66. <laughs> I mean, come on. Let's figure Another these scores. Let's figure these scores out. Uh, yeah. Um, All right. Your score is 1,492. Right. So let's say, let's see. 1,492. All right. Now let's go through mine. Ready? Okay. I got right. one. What's going to come next? Comma. <laughs> 5 through 8. Oh! Super close. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. You know what? I think, I think that Circuit Superstars helped me out a ton. Because, look. I was up on you, you by 19 points. Wow. That God of War screwed me, but I think I had a bunch where I was like six or seven points ahead, maybe or something. That was fun, though. I like that. <laughs> we got to do that yeah. again next time. You got me. Now, um, I can't <laughs> even remember if I said it then or not. Right. But in terms of like bet and getting oh, a yeah. pizza, did I say that? I said that, right? Oh, I don't I don't know if you said it, but that's. The, I like that idea. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I. I either said it in the chat afterwards or I said it during. I don't remember, but I did say it. So right, cool. I owe you. I owe you a pizza. All right, sweet. The next, next bet we do, whoever wins, you basically right. it's pretty easy to for someone to order somebody a pizza. Oh, of course. I mean, it's not a big thing. Yeah. That's fun though. We got We got to keep that going. I like right. that. Well, but oh my god, I so thought I was gonna win that. And that's I thought you were too. Ugh. Once I saw that God of War, I was like, I'm screwed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that'll do it. Yep, good episode. All right, we'll see you. Sounds good. See you guys.